pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's up? Wanna welcome you to this Tuesday edition of the Rotogrind Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Bach, DB730, chiming in like I always do each and every morning, getting you started with the Daily Fantasy Slate for the evening. And today it's going to uh, be Daily Fantasy Baseball. Lots of big stuff still brewing. I think today's the day. That we're going to be able to disclose some of that. So uh, cross your fingers, keep your eye out, ear out, and uh, we're pumped about the future of Roto Grinders, where we're going, what we're doing, and uh, I love teasing you guys. So uh, that should hopefully be uh, rolling out a little bit later today. Yesterday, great feedback uh, from you guys about the uh, fantasy draft live final that we talked about, and uh, really hope everybody gives them. A bit of a look this football season. Heck, this baseball season. They got their big 100K tournament coming up in uh, not too far down the road. Did pretty well in that one uh, last time they ran it. I think I got about a top 10 or 15, so I'll be firing at that sucker uh, for certain. But lots of ticket qualifiers available for that. And do remember, a $25,000 free roll tournament for the uh, NFL this weekend for the Saturday-Sunday slate over on Fantasy Draft. And you can win tickets to uh, NFL contests for week one. You can also win uh, uh, Fantasy Draft cash, which is literally just as good as regular cash. You can only thing you can't do is withdraw it, but you can play it in real money games, which is perfect. And uh, you know what? Fantasy Draft is a, a company that I feel really good about. Uh, moving forward, have done the right things, have gone through the uh, regulatory framework that's uh, that's needed to uh, operate in a number of states, and uh, looking forward to playing on their site this football season. Hopefully you do as well. Uh, on this Tuesday, we're going to kind of spend most of our time looking at the baseball slate here today, and uh, last night was just a, not the most exciting slate that we could have had. Garrett Cole looked great until he gave up a grand slam to Curtis Granderson. Doh! But all things considered, pretty nice night last night. And uh, we will try and replicate it again here today and uh, put you on, (coughs) excuse me, a path to profitability. And uh, first thing I noticed looking at today's slate is we are overrun with gas cans. That's right. You know, uh, I long for the days where Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer weren't hurt and we could roster, you know, it was a tough decision on which great pitcher we wanted to play on the day. Now it's like, which crapper 
do we want to throw in or which crapper do we want to pick on here today? So, uh, but this is uh, basically August and then it's probably going to be even worse in September when the rosters uh, expand even larger. But uh, certainly, uh, hey, you know what? That's what makes Daily Fantasy Daily Fantasy. It's a new puzzle for us to solve each and every day. And uh, I look forward to you know, trying to solve it with you here today. Uh, so let's get into it, and uh, we'll kind of just do a quick overview of the games, the slate. Again, it's a full one here on um, uh, on a Tuesday. Uh, just, I think, one early game out there, Marlins, so we don't have to worry about Giancarlo Stanton uh, hitting another home run and us not rostering him. We don't have to worry about that today. But uh, certainly a few things jump off the page right away, and uh, the first game that we have on our lineups page is you know, clearly stands out, and that's Oakland versus Baltimore, and we've got a game total of 11 here, and we've got Baltimore with the highest implied run total on the board today at over six. Uh, pretty decent game by them last night, as long as you had Andrew Jones. Uh, did I say Andrew Jones? That probably wouldn't have helped. That probably wouldn't have helped you. I'm pretty sure Andrew Jones is not playing baseball anymore, but Adam Jones, no relation is, and he hit a couple of home runs last night against Smith, and uh, another great matchup against Paul Blackburn, and the bats have really uh, turned the second half of the season for Baltimore, and we're seeing an 11-mile-an-hour wind potentially uh, uh, blowing out. We've got Ubaldo on the mound, so certainly all the lefties, uh, whether it's Matt Joyce um, is in play, Chris Davis versus righty is clearly in play. And uh, I loved it. I, I don't know. I might have to give uh, Casey Cannon some credit. Yes, I screwed up his name on purpose. Because uh, it was either him or somebody tweeted out that uh, they totally missed on the Boog Powell narrative uh, with Boog Powell playing for Oakland. You know, because, of course, Boog Powell is an all-time great Baltimore Oriole. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on it. I'm pretty sure the Boog Powell that's playing today is not related to the Boog Powell who played in the 70s, I want to say that was, possibly the 60s, um, because that Boog Powell, he's still around. He actually, I think, makes barbecue out in Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken. He's always at the ballpark. Back in my memorabilia days, uh, I was in that world for a while, and boy, that's a world that's... Don't recommend it. Um, but he would sign just about anything and everything for you. So he's still around. And uh, But Boog Powell going, playing in the home of Boog Powell, hit a Boog home run last night and uh, thought that was pretty interesting. Didn't even think of that narrative. But honestly, the side we certainly want here is Baltimore. Uh, but Oakland is certainly going to be in play as well. A uh, few other things that, uh, you know, names of pitchers that we can look at here today. Tanaka's a pretty strong favorite here on the road at minus 168 against Detroit. He's not a guy that I really love using too much because he's just kind of all over uh, all over the place. I mean, last start he had less than five DraftKings points. And then the two previous, he had 21 and 46. Then he had a 12. Then he had a 24. Then he had a below a five. But I think this matchup versus Detroit is one that we can look at because I just don't think Detroit cares anymore. They've kind of packed it in for this season. Um, and, you know, we saw like an epic performance uh, against Tampa, 14 strikeouts, a 46-burger. That's got to be one of the biggest 
numbers we've had this season for a starting pitcher over on DraftKings. And, you know, he's got the upside. You've got a 29, you've got a 33. You got a 37, you have that 46, another 33. So he can give you a GPP winning performance. Uh, Maybe a little bit risky for cash games today, uh, but with Matt Boyd on the mound for Detroit, that Yankees offense should be able to score runs. Uh, just fine here. You know, he's given up. Uh, last start was pretty good versus the, uh, or excuse me, it wasn't a start. Uh, only pitched one inning, gave up one earned run, but his starts before then, it was four, five, three, 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 four, three, four, and he's not pitching deep into ball game. So he's given up about a run an inning, it feels anyway. So the Yankees should be able to score uh, runs today. I think Tanaka is going to c- kind of fly under the radar today. Uh, we've got lots of weather issues uh, out there, kind of in the uh, mid-west, uh, going towards the east, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, um, Cincinnati as well. Uh, so definitely something to keep our eye on. Carrasco is, uh, again, one of the more talented pitchers we have on the slate, but a tough matchup for him today against uh, the Boston Red Sox. They ended up getting the win yesterday, the Tribe did. But uh, I think we got to give him a little bit of a look here because uh, depending on the weather, of course, it's going to be a huge thing. But the strikeouts have really been there for him so far this season. Uh, Vegas is in this corner a good bit today uh, with Doug Fister pitching for Boston. He's minus 192. That's strong, strong number for him today. And uh, the Red Sox, even though they don't strike out a ton, they also don't have a ton of great power to them. Uh, obviously, Ben Benintendi, we talked about him yesterday, red hot at the plate. Um, and then uh, Devers has been a nice uh, addition to their lineup over the last uh, few weeks. But I'm not totally afraid of that. And I think he's an under-owned GPP option for us. Uh, the problem is the salary at 11-7 on a day like today where you've got so much crap in, in terms of pitching, you probably want to spend up for bats. And that's the problem with Chris Archer today. You know, he's going against Toronto, 191 favorite opening up here, implied run total for the Blue Jays at 3.5. Uh, that, that lineup, though, uh, one thing that I was looking at is the one thing they have done against Chris Archer is hit a lot of home runs, and I mean a lot. Kendrys Morales, three. Bautista, three. Donaldson, two. Smoke, one. Pierce, two. Russell Martin, one. Uh, That's a good number of home runs that he's kind of given up to this Toronto team. Now, ballpark upgrade pitching at home is helpful. Uh, Chris Rowley pitching on the mound for the Blue Jays is helpful in terms of him uh, getting those, uh, those win points. Uh, the problem is that salary at 12-4 on DraftKings, uh, 10-2 on FanDuel, 24K on Fantasy Draft might be tough to swallow here today, but you do have that, certainly you have that K upside for him. You know, I feel like we can set his floor at about 7. I know he's had some games below that, but I, I feel like that's the spot for us today. I'll be curious to see where Vegas comes in at that number um, because he certainly has double-digit K upside. But always a guy that uh, sometimes can can lose the strike zone. But, uh, you know, I think he's more of a single pitcher side option for me today. It's weird because typically um, I'm pretty happy being able to, um, you know, roster a guy on FanDuel. You know, probably going to be one of my two spots on DraftKings or Fantasy Draft. I'm not sure if that's the case today with Archer just because of the salary makeup of everything. Uh, Cubs and Reds. Uh, Out there in Cincinnati, 11-mile-an-hour wind blowing out, and Homer Bailey is pitching. Like, sign me up for that all day, every day. 
The weather is the issue, though. We've got, uh, you know, game starts at 7. We've got 62% at 6, 40% at 7, 43 at 8, 50 at 9. So this is going to be a Kevin Roth game. Uh, we saw the Cubs play the Reds uh, in Homer Bailey like a week ago or so, and uh, I know Anthony Rizzo had a real nice day that day. Homer Bailey's just not good, so, you know, we can take all the bats against him. Patrick Corbin on the mound for Arizona against the Mets. Uh, Tommy Malone, ooh, man. I, this one kind of like, I'm just seeing this now. Tommy Malone is, like, still pitching in the league. This is interesting because um, I think there's a chance Arizona's just going to put up a pile here uh, against a lefty like Malone who's given up, uh, he's pitched six innings his last two times out and has given up 12 earned runs. That's really not good. He's had a number of negatives, and uh, not that, you know, the Mets ballpark is the best place to pitch in. You know, right-handed power, it's about one of the worst for right-handed power in the league. But Paul Goldschmidt, J.D. Martinez, A.J. Pollock, even guys like Brandon Drury um, against Tommy Malone – feels like there's going to be a couple of home runs hit here. So I don't know if we want to kind of go as far as stacking up Arizona, but using guys like Goldschmidt, Martinez, Pollock as one-offs, I think is really probably a smart move for us today, despite the ballpark. 4.88, the implied run total there. Uh, Braves and Mariners, yeah, this isn't good. Lucas Smith against Marco Gonzalez. It's not going to be pretty, I think, for the uh, – for the arms in this one, and it's just which side's going to go off. You know, both sides scored a pretty good number of runs yesterday. I think they went over the total yesterday. Uh, no Nelson Cruz, again, probably being in the National League Park, which is kind of a shame. He's kind of fun to play in that ballpark out there in Atlanta. But, uh, again, I put both of these teams on my stackable list here today. Um if you're multi-entering. And when I say multi-entering, I don't say three-entry max. My multi-entering um, threshold is probably like if you're playing a 20-entry max and a $3, I wouldn't mind stacking one side of this up um, one or two ways. Uh, I feel like there's runs to be scored here. Uh, great ballpark to pitch in. One of the best in baseball. Or hit in. And, you know, Lucas Sims and Marco Gonzalez are just not good. So, again, it's a plethora of gas cans for us today uh Houston Astros and Nationals Charlie Morton I think he is a guy we have to look at today 8900 over there in DraftKings fantasy draft 17-2 and uh, Charlie Morton's been pretty solid so far this season the K's have been there consistently he's not really getting blown up I mean he's had a couple of starts where he's given up four runs but he hasn't given up more than that since um April the 22nd. So even in those starts where he's given up four runs, he had 10 Ks. So he had a 21 fantasy point day. He had five Ks, 13 fantasy points. Uh, another 10 K, 23. And another 12 K, 31. So even those games where he's given up a lot of runs, he didn't have the worst outcome. Uh, certainly for a guy who's, you know, under 9 K today. Uh, you've got a Nationals lineup that can be a bit scary, but we've got no Trey Turner. We've got no Jason Wirth. We uh, obviously have no Bryce Harper. And, you know, you take those guys out of the equation and suddenly, you know, Wilmer Defoe's batting second. Alejandro Diaz is back in the league. Um, Adam Lind is batting in the five hole. Like, these guys are okay as, like, just cheap one-off punts, but 
against a good pitcher, like I'm not really afraid of it. Uh, one of the lower implied run totals of the day there for the Nats below four. I think Charlie Morton's uh, squarely on our radar today. Now, this next one's kind of interesting. Uh, Kyle Gibson against Lucas Giolito uh, for Twins and White Sox. Ten and a half the number and a really high run total for the Twins. That's right, 5.45 for the Twins. Giolito's a guy who, um, number 59 prospect, I think at some point in time he might have been top 10 when he was with Washington, uh, first round draft pick. Um, his K number's pretty good, 134 innings in the minors and, uh, or excuse 128 innings in the minors, 134 strikeouts to just 59 walks. Uh, but overall, not a greatest AAA stats this year, 4.48 ERA, maybe the walks a little bit high in the, uh, the innings pitched, but you know, Vegas has given me a straight, we don't believe in Lucas Giolito here because Kyle Gibson, does he ever deserve to be a favorite? And I know it's the, it's the uh, Chicago White Sox. They've been terrible, but you know, here's a guy who has not once all season reached 20 DraftKings points. Not once. Like even usually the worst pitchers will kind of put it together and get there. Never happened with Kyle Gibson. Um, and uh, you know, not like you know, you know, they've got an implied run total of the White Sox over five, but I feel like that number on the Twins is really high, especially when you take out Miguel Sano here. Sano's a guy who um, is on the disabled list, and I've talked about it before. Like, I don't like stacking the Twins because, like, you never feel good about trying to figure out who is it going to be. Eduardo Escobar? Is it Byron Buxton today? Is it Jorge Polanco? Uh, is it Eddie Rosario? Is it Kepler? Is it Grossman? Uh, there's really no certainty. Clearly, you're putting Dozier in your stack, but that's like all that you really feel great about here. But I also feel like this is a spot, and we saw it yesterday in that late game. They scored a bunch of runs. I feel like the Twins, you know, Vegas is is giving me a sign here in this one, and uh, I feel like the Twins are going to put some some runs on the board. Let's keep an eye on the weather too, and that might be fueling some of this too, because I'm seeing 14 mile an hour winds blowing out to the northwest. That's pretty strong. When it gets over 10, I pay attention to it. Or actually, probably when it gets over over 12 or 11, I start paying attention to it. So 14 right now is where it's projected at. So uh, stay away from the pitchers in this one, but there could be some bats in play for us. John Gray and Danny Duffy. I think two pitchers are actually going to be highly overlooked today. Um, and uh, Duffy's a small favorite. You know, Gray is certainly... Uh, Turn the corner um, a little bit. Three of his last four starts on DraftKings has been over 20 fantasy points, which we like. You know, the Ks, he's had three of his last five have been at six or more. Um, I think he's in play for us a little bit at 8K today on DraftKings. Don't think I'm going there on FanDuel, but 7K, you could do worse. Uh, you know, not that it's a, it's not a bad ballpark to pitch in. Um, Temperature-wise, you know, sometimes you worry about it in Kansas City, the heart of the country, it's going to be crazy hot. It's only 77 degrees out there. So I think John Gray squarely in play for us today. I like him better on the upside side of things than Danny Duffy. Uh, Lance Lynn, Clayton Richard. Lynn checks in 182 favorite here. And, you know, I was looking at some projection models, running some optimal lineups. And one spot had the Cardinals, had Lance Lynn in every lineup. I usually do about 30 you know, different optimal lineups, not from different sources, but, you know, on a projection model. 
And, uh, you know, sometimes they vary a good bit. You know, they're not that confident like, you have to play. But on one of them, they had Lance Lynn in every single lineup. And I get it. It's the San Diego Padres. But it's also Lance, Lance freaking Lynn. Like, I just don't feel like there's hardly any upside in him. The salary is pleasant at 7400 Um, But, you know, I is there any chance he can get us 30 fan, uh, DraftKings points? I don't, I don't really think so. Um, and he's not pitching... Very deep into games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven um, starts. Only really one start. Let's see, two, three starts this season. And he's had maybe about 20 or so. Has he gone into the seventh inning? So doesn't pitch particularly deep into games. You know, Clayton Richard on the other side is terrible. Uh, I love to take some Cardinal bats today. I, I can't make Matt Carpenter one of those Cardinal bats, unfortunately. But um, because he's so bad against lefties this season that uh, I'm probably not going to go there. But guys like Paul DeYoung, uh, Jed Jerko today, uh, those guys, even Tommy Pham, really good numbers for him versus lefties so far this season. And then the late games, uh, Angels, Rangers, not really interested in this one on either side from the pitching angle and really not a ton of interest on the bats either with this one. Um, you think I might have had some, but I really don't. Uh, and then Brewers and, and Giants. And this one's intriguing because you've got two pitchers and Jimmy Nelson and Jeff Samarja, who I think we have to look at today, especially when you break down price. Now, 11K on DraftKings for, for Nelson is pricey. 87 on FanDuel. I think he's in play, even in cash games over there. Um, now, last time I got heavy on the, the Jimmy Nelson tout train, the dude gave me a negative nine and a half against Cincinnati. So uh, there are guys you peg right often. There are guys you don't peg right often. Jimmy Nelson has been on the train of not pegging right very often. Uh, but I feel like this is a pitching environment for him against uh, against the uh, Giants here that we got to look at. Um, definitely read the cheese article today or the pitching primer today. I haven't done it yet, but I'm a little bit somewhat concerned to see, you know, he's given up 19 hits in the, each of his last two starts. I want to make sure that the velocity is still at where it should be for Jimmy Nelson. And if it is, if there hasn't waned over his last two starts, because that's usually a sign of either fatigue or injury. Um, but he was dominant there, you know, for a while. He had, what, four out of five starts at 23 DraftKings points or more, which is phenomenal for us. And, you know, we got him projected at 20, and I think that's the right number for him. And uh, I think we got to give him consideration. And then on the other side of the this game, we've got Samarja, which is another guy who's popping on a projection model nearly every single lineup. We've got him at 8,600, a 19-point uh, projection for him. I feel like that's a tad bit high here. And I know Milwaukee, we saw Chris Stratton pitch really well against them yesterday. Um, and they're prone to strikeouts, absolutely. But this is also a guy who's allowed... Three earned runs or more in every start but one since the uh, uh, since the eighth of July. So it's not like he has been particularly dominant himself. You know, he hasn't had he's had what two double digit K games so far this entire season. Um, I I like him, but I don't think he's a plug and play for me. Uh, I think Miami, you know, Milwaukee's offense could could get to him. Let's see. Previous start versus Milwaukee. Well, there you go. Ten strikeouts. Uh, that's the one game, 
One of two games this season he's had with double-digit strikeouts came on the road at Milwaukee with 35. But he's also a Midwest guy. You know, maybe it's maybe it a fa- uh, friends and family game for him because isn't he from Chicago, I want to say, you know, played baseball over there at Notre Dame. I could be making, or could be making that up. Totally could be making that up. But um, I'm not behind him being a lock for me today. Good environment, but 8,600. I I almost want to say like Tanaka is at 92. I think I'd rather pay 600 more and play Tanaka out there on the road in Detroit than Samarja at home. So, uh, so there you go. That's kind of my feelings on the starting pitching for us today. Uh, you know, Archer on FanDuel. Uh, I think Lan- I think um, Charlie Morton is is a top option for us over on DraftKings uh, today. At least for me. Um, don't mind a little John Gray over on DraftKings today. And uh, Jimmy Nelson, maybe this is a rebound game for him. So, uh, and I think again, the the one struggle that I'm having today is. I'm not in love with the value that I'm projecting out there today uh, based on lineup order and whatnot. So that obviously can swing things a little bit, you know, might have to take you off of, um, you know, remotely being able to use a Carrasco or, uh, or a uh, Archer and GPPs on, on, you know, fantasy draft and, and DraftKings if we just don't have the, the, the solid value there, but, uh, but we will see. There is, there's a couple of names out there that we can, certainly go with. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep it rolling here and start looking at the bats for us on this Tuesday. And uh, remember, fantasy draft, don't have to play catcher, infield, outfield, utility is the way they set it up. So if uh, I'm talking high on a bunch of names at the same position, good news for you. You can play them both over there on fantasy draft. Uh, okay, you know, in terms of value, I think this could be a spot for us to look at here. We'll see what the what the lineups bear a little bit, but anybody with a pulse against Ubaldo Jimenez uh, at 2.2K could be a guy to look at. Bruce Maxwell might be one of those guys. Uh, not a guy that brings a ton of upside to you, but is a path to big-time starting pitching versus uh, a bad starter. Uh, but I think the better option for us today could be um, Mitch Garver. Uh, see if he is drawing the start today. 2,100 on FanDuel, 26 on DraftKings, 5,200 on uh, Fantasy Draft against Giolito. Um, just called up. Hasn't been great, but, you know, the minor league profile was not terrible on him. He's just 2.6K. So I think um, I think he kind of matches up as a pretty good play at 2.6. I seemingly talk about Travis Darno every day, especially when he goes against a lefty and he's underpriced like he's been on FanDuel and DraftKings. And he hasn't disappointed. He's been, uh, you know, double digits in three of the four games there that he's played and uh, gets Patrick Corbin today, which uh, the numbers have been great for him versus left-handers this season with a 397 Woba, 309 average, 373 OBP, 235 ISO. So Darno. Probably going to be a somewhat chalky today, and uh, I've got no problem with that at all. Um, you know, if you can fit Gary the Goat in, great. Uh, he's not crazy expensive here, 4800 over there on DraftKings. I think on FanDuel you can easily make him work at 3500 because, you know, there's not that 12K pitcher that you need to get into your lineup today, so you can average... 35 per position and he is like right on the average so get some guys less get some guys greater so if you're playing FanDuel I don't mind him if you're playing DraftKings fan draft uh 9300 on fantasy draft I don't think I'm going 
that route tonight. Uh, again, Baltimore, uh, we mentioned Wellington Castillo yesterday, and uh, he went yard. So we're going to mention him again today versus Paul Blackburn, big fan of the beef, 2,700 on FanDuel, 3,500 on DraftKings, still in play for us tonight. Uh, Alex Avila, if he is uh, cracking the lineup, and I think he should, versus Homer Bailey, uh, I'm interested in him. Moderate price tag, even on DraftKings at 3,700, 2,800 on FanDuel. Fantasy Draft, he's at 72. I don't think we need to do it on Fantasy Draft, but uh, both on FanDuel and DraftKings, uh, I like Alex Avila today. So value, Mitchell Garver, uh, the Travis Darno, and then in the middle tier, uh, I'm going to throw Tyler Flowers out there as well um, against Marco Gonzalez as, as another potential play. All right, let's go over to first base here. And uh, there's one guy who's really standing out for me um, on DraftKings as a solid, solid value play. And that's Lucas Duda today. I think he's uh, got a price tag of just 3900 over on DK today. And it's not mega, mega cheap, but I really think it it fits this matchup here uh, because I don't think this kid from West Point, Chris Rowley, is uh, is all that great. And Duda batting near the top of that lineup. You know, you got some pretty decent bats under 4K on the Rays today. They could be a sneaky stack. Duda, Longoria, Dickerson, uh, even Ramos today at 3-6. I don't mind some of those guys uh, on the cheap against Chris Rowley. And Duda is a guy that uh, definitely pops a little bit for me at that position. Um, even Logan Morrison on FanDuel's 2900 That is a really cheap price tag on him. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, great BVP, uh, wind blowing out. Um, just a you know, hot, it's a pretty hot bat here, uh, if memory serves, for the uh, Chicago Cubs uh, recently. Let's see, bring up the uh, game logs. Yeah, like, you know, he's had positive points in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 consecutive, um, looks like 14 out of his last 15. So uh, we'll take that and a uh, really good matchup against Homer Bailey, who's not good to say the very least. Chris Davis, another guy to look at. Uh, we like him with the uh, with the matchup today against Paul Blackburn, implied run total over six. So why not get a guy who seemingly either hits a home run or strikes out? Better chance for him to hit a home run today. Uh, let's see a few other names for us. I'm, I'm not against Joey Votto today against John Lackey. Again, wind appears to be blowing out 431. His Woba versus righties this season, 261 ISO and, and, uh, Lackey's certainly given up a, a number of, of, of big hits so far this season. Lots of home runs. Uh, maybe my favorite spend of the day, Paul Goldschmidt against Tommy Malone. Again, I hate the ballpark, but I love the pitching matchup here. And, uh, and I think, he or JD will hit a home run today. I don't know which one. Maybe they both will, and then that's the best scenario for us. But, uh, you know, I think you can make the argument he's even a better play than Rizzo today uh, at, what, that 5K kind of mark on DK. Um, that ballpark is scary. Again, right-handed power, does him not profile well, but sometimes you get that feeling, and I kind of have it with him today. Uh, and, yeah, that's probably... The, uh, the guys I'm looking at tonight um, not doesn't feel like a punt spot for us. Again, I'm not really seeing anybody in like the low threes that I want to get out there. Like I'm on Team Tanaka today, so I'm probably not playing Miggy Cabrera, although he's 
really, really cheap out there. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, keep it moving. Let's move on to second base here today and uh, see who stands out for us. Jonathan Scope, again, really nice setup here today against Polly Blackburn. Um, 4700 is pretty pricey. He's not going to really fit many of your price per dollar plays today, but uh, he's a guy who I certainly don't mind rostering one bit. Uh, I told you I like both sides of Seattle and Atlanta, so that means Robinson Cano. Again, there's you know these guys are really priced up today because these pitchers are bad. He's at 4,900. He was pretty chalky yesterday, but he's a guy I'm looking at. Uh, again, Brian Dozier. Let's look at his logs here. I feel like Dozier's been uh, been swinging a pretty hot bat for Minnesota. I think he had another three-run home run yesterday. Uh, yeah, I'd say he's been swinging a hot bat. 21, 28, 34, 18, 21. Those are his last five games. 4,200 on FanDuel, 4,600 on DraftKings. Lucas Giolito, high you know, implied run total today. He's probably you know a salary that isn't out of range at 4,600. He's probably a guy that you want to definitely get into your lineups. Um, let's see. Anybody else? You know, a Tuve against Tanner Rourke. Uh, give me Dozier for cheaper than him today. Um, Paul DeYoung. Uh, I'd probably rather play him at shortstop, but he's a guy that I do kind of like. Guy's just been excellent so far. Um, in, you know, the call up here. I mean, took a bagel yesterday versus Pittsburgh or a couple days ago against Pittsburgh, but 25, 31, 12, 6, 9, 24, 24, 22, 24. Like, that's NBA numbers there. That's what I like to see. And uh, still moderately priced. He's probably uh, preferred to move him at shortstop Dozier over there at second base if you want to go that route. If Mancata's back in the lineup today as well, middle tier option for you at 3,500 in GPPs. Gives you some upside there. So, again, not uh, – this, this is what I was talking about, the uh, – the, the big-time kind of value at the positions, not a lot really popping for us today. Uh, over at third base, uh, we've got uh, one name to throw out there, potentially under 3K. If Drew Robinson makes the lineup against Ricky Nolasco, I don't hate it. Uh, he's been fine against righties when he gets the call so far this season. The sample size is really small, but again, 2.3K, very moderate price tag for him, so uh, he's going to make our list today. Um Luis Valbuena is not awful against Ross as well at 3.7. Again, just not a lot under 3K that is going to allow us to pay up for pitching today. Uh, Wilmer Flores against Patrick Corbin batting uh, fourth. Uh, I guarantee you, if you listen to the 430 show today, Big T will tout Wilmer Flores. And by the way, also on our 430 show today, Hoop 2410, only with a 150K bank last night on FanDuel, uh, all said and done. So congrats to the Hoopster and uh, excited for his, you know, big night last night. So uh, those two guys will join Crane at 430 today on the happy hour show. But I guarantee you you'll hear some Wilmer Flores and I can endorse that take certainly today. Uh, you got plenty of spends though here. Chris Bryant against Homer Bailey. Sign me up for that. Uh, Tom Frazier against Matt Boyd. You know, I called that Frazier dong a couple of weeks ago. I think I might call another one tonight uh, against Boyd. This is a kind of matchup that we like for him. Again, he's Rob Deer-esque in that it feels like home run or out 
for him versus lefties. But uh, I think Todd Frazier could get one today at 3,600. Nice fair and balanced lineup option for you. Longoria under 4K against the youngster. Matt Chapman against Ubaldo Jimenez. Uh, really solid numbers for Chapman this year. You don't love the lineup order, but 3,200 against Ubaldo with a 361 Woba and 310 ISO and 113 at-bats versus righties this season. That's going to be a little eye-opening for some people. And uh, I think a guy that we can uh, we can use in our lineups today. Uh, Seager against Sims. Nice game for Seager yesterday. Uh, really like him against Sims tonight. I, I think this is a spot that that we can look at. Uh, and he's been hitting the ball pretty well. Three you know hits in three consecutive games. Um, not really well, but sort of well. Uh, but I like him tonight. Uh, I, I'm on Team Seattle as a interesting stack. Uh, obviously, Machado on the high end at 5-5 against Paul Blackburn. Probably going to drive his ownership down a little bit. So he and Nolan Arenado. And Arenado's the sneaky one, you know. When he gets a lefty at home, it feels like an auto home run. Uh, but the numbers have just been off the charts this season. Uh, almost a 400 average, a 526 Woba, and a 416 ISO versus lefties. And he gets Danny Duffy under 5K today. It's not the ideal ballpark. I don't think I'm stacking Colorado at all. But you're not doing anything wrong playing him versus a lefty. Uh night in and night out uh all right that's uh that's it over at uh third base let's move to shortstop and uh, paul DeYoung talked about him he's a guy that i really like tonight uh feel like he's gonna crack a number of my lineups and a guy who uh, across multiple uh optimizers this morning uh adam rosales you know oh man it that makes you question your optimizer that you're looking here a little bit when Adam Rosales pops. But it is versus a lefty, which is the handiness he likes. Uh, it is versus Tommy Malone, and he's only 2.3K. So price per dollar, he fits. Probably, I feel like, why not get a Struble for 600 more? Um, but if you're already stacking up Arizona, he's going to get you... He's going to make it easier for you to get Goldschmidt, Pollock, and J.D. Martinez into your lineups here tonight. But... Uh, there's your value option for you a little bit. And I don't I don't hate Ronald Torres. He's won me money before. I don't love that he's batting ninth, but if you're stacking up the Yankees, uh, I don't hate putting him into a lineup here today at under 3K. Uh, let's see. Zach Cozart uh, against uh, John Lackey. Lackey gives up a home runs. Uh, Cozart, pretty good digits there versus righties this season, 243 in that ISO. So that one kind of matches up pretty well for us today. Uh, Frankie Lindor against Doug Fister, he's fine. Um, probably not paying 4-6 for him, though. Uh, I think that's too much. Give me Paul DeYoung for 400 less. Uh, and then Segura against Sims. Again, it's hard to get excited about Segura at a 4-6 price tag, but he is leading off. That does help. Um, it's kind of cooled off a little bit. You know, Ofer's last eight, uh, only single hits in the two five at-bat games he had before then, so probably won't go there as a one-off. Again, if you're stacking up that side, getting that leadoff hitter is uh, is not the worst idea out there. So, um, yeah, those are those are pretty much my plays. Uh, Rosales, Esdrubal, Paul DeYoung, uh, and, yeah, Tim Beckham versus Blackburn again. That, that Baltimore team's going to probably score a mess of runs here tonight. Okay, last uh, spot for us here today is going to be the outfield. And dare we pull the trigger on the boog? At 2.8, leading off maybe against Ubaldo. If that happens, maybe, maybe at 2.8 if you want to pay up for pitching. It's not my favorite spot. Uh, you know, Juan Lagares against 
Patrick Corbin's probably pretty equal uh, of a spot. So, you know, those are a couple of, you know, 2K crappers you can potentially throw out there. Even Steven, uh, Steven Piscotti today against Clayton Richard, he's kind of been terrible this season, but he's 2.7, and I think Clayton Richard's not great. But it's hard to get excited about too many Cardinal bats in, in regards to stacks. Uh, Billy Hamilton against uh, John Lackey. I feel like this is a pretty good spot for him. We know what happens when Billy Hamilton gets on base. It's lots of stolen bases. And, uh, yeah, like I think there's a pretty good chance it's going to happen. You know, FanDuel at 3,300, like really like him there. 4K on DraftKings, Fantasy Draft at 70. 78 on Fantasy Draft isn't terrible. I, I can get behind that a little bit uh, tonight. Uh, Aaron Judge against Matt Boyd. Probably going to strike out, but also might hit a home run. 5,200, pretty big price tag on him, but if you can make it work, uh, you're not doing anything wrong. Uh, let's see, a few other names for us. Uh, Chris Davis against Ubaldo. Key play, I think, tonight uh, against Ubaldo at 4,400. Liked him yesterday, like him even more tonight. Um, fair and balanced lineup here today. Looking for guys in like the mid-threes. Matt Kemp at 3,700. Uh, not swinging the hottest bat, but I feel like that's too cheap of a price tag in that ballpark with this matchup for him tonight. So he's a guy to look at. Kyle Schwarber uh, against Homer Bailey. Yes, Schwarber 4,100. Uh, wouldn't shock me to see him send one out tonight. Again, we talked about Piscotti on the cheap. Uh, let's see. Other outfielders for us. Cole Calhoun sent one deep yesterday. Maybe he's getting hot with the bat. 3500 is his salary, so there's a fair and balanced name for you here tonight. Um, let's see. Over on FanDuel, uh, Cameron Mabin checks in at just 2300 in that leadoff spot. That's too darn cheap for him. Judge on FanDuel, 3800 uh, That's probably a plug-and-play today versus Matt Boyd at that price tag, so... All, uh, all aboard the uh, Aaron Judge train over on FanDuel tonight. Uh, Kemp's pretty cheap over there too at two seven. Uh, thinking that's gonna cover most of the names that I'm looking at here tonight. Uh, don't hate Jay Bruce versus Doug Fister four eight big price tag, but really good matchup for him today uh, versus Fister in the heart of that order. So he's fine. And then obviously AJ Pollock against Tommy Malone uh, at. 4,100 on FanDuel. We're getting him at 3,200, so really fair salary on him there. I'm going to see where JD is. Yeah, 4,800 on DraftKings. Like, that's not crazy. He's not over 5K. I mean, 549 Woba, 484 ISO versus lefties this season. I know it's smaller sample size, but the guy rakes, and, yeah, he should get one here today. Uh, all right, that is it. That are those are the teams that I'm looking at. Quickly, let me give you the uh, the stacks for me today. Um, that that obviously Baltimore is going to be chalking it up. I like them a good bit today. Uh, I don't mind the Yankees versus Boyd as a one off. Not not a core play for me, but you know you've got big upside. You know, with Judge and Sanchez, Todd Frazier, like multi-home run upside with those guys. So don't mind them. I think Tampa is a name to consider. Chicago, pending the weather, is a name to consider. Uh, Arizona, and then um, I talked about Seattle and the Braves. It's lots of good hitting spots tonight. And then, you know, maybe I'll just try and, you know, figure it out there with Minnesota. But I think Minnesota scores like eight runs tonight. So 
I don't know how they're going to get there, but I think they'll probably get there. Uh, but that's it. That's my uh, rundown. That's who I like tonight. And uh, that's going to do it for Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast uh, on this Tuesday. Thanks so much for listening, downloading. Uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. You can even find us the iHeartRadio app. That's right. You can catch up the podcast over there. And uh, and please uh, leave us a review over on iTunes. Five stars helps us out. Uh, you know, it's a flawed system. It's not about listens. It's about reviews, like it or not. So give us a good one over there on iTunes. We'd greatly appreciate it. But uh, that's it for us today. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow on the show to break down the Wednesday slates. And be on the lookout for big things from Roto-Grinders today. Uh, but uh, till then, good luck in all your contests. And we will see you. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.